Welcome back to the DWD podcast. You already know. Yeah, you already know. It's Joey and Asher, and we're really amazing. We're having a really amazing time right now. Why you might ask? Because the man, the myth, the legend, Souffle is in the building. Souffle, how you doing? What's good? What's good? Souf, put the mic closer to your mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. In all seriousness, no, th- this is Aaron Souffle. Aaron, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, my name is Aaron Souffle. I go to Roslyn High School. Okay. I'm becoming a junior as well as for Joey. And... For the, uh, for the summer right now, I'm just chilling, doing SAT practices, and just spending time with my family. Okay. As of right now. Yeah. Very nice, Sufi. So, Suf, when you first suggested this idea to us, you came up to us, you said, Asher and Joey, I would like to be on the podcast. And it took a little time, you know, but we're here. We're ready to have our conversation. You have a pretty interesting story that a lot of people don't know about. A lot of people forget it. In fact, a lot of people don't even know that it happened. That is true. So, so tell the people, when you were younger, what, what were you like? All right, Souf time. Story time with Souf. Story time with Souf. <laughs> so back in eighth grade, um, I was in – so back in eighth grade when I was in middle school, I was in this class called Facts, and Facts was a mandatory cooking class, and – this class is where basically you learned how to like do like things that you, you do in the kitchen. And in eighth grade, I don't know if people knew this or not, but I was very overweight. I had high cholesterol. I almost, I was on the sense of having basically like having diabetes in a way, but not really. But I was very overweight. I was nearly close to 200 pounds. And, and I knew that. I knew that at that time. And, I really didn't have any close friends, and I was usually always on myself during that time in eighth grade. And every time, for example, like when we played basketball, people made fun of me, like you can't run, etc. And so this one time during eighth grade, we were making cookies, and um, and when I was in the class, I asked, I I was a I I am a funny kid, and <laughs> during that time, I I asked one of the um. What I like, we're presenting cookies in the class, and I asked my friend, "What types of cookies you have?" Right? As a joke, obviously it was chocolate chip. And then another student yelled, "Of course, Aaron knows what, all the kinds of chocolate cookies." Oh no! <laughs> and so at that time, I literally like that was, and me and this kid, I'm not gonna name his name, but people probably know who it is. But I never really liked this kid, and to this day, I really don't talk to him. But he always made fun of me throughout the whole year in eighth grade. And at that time, that really hit me because, I don't know, the whole class started laughing and no one really used, no one really helped me. So I ran out of class, started crying. I went to the principal's office. They didn't really do anything, so I went home. And that day really changed who I am because that was really like a wake-up call for me because, honestly, I think without him, I'm not, I'm not saying that he motivated me, but I'm just saying because of him, it made me lose the weight. And it made me, like, basically saying, okay, Aaron, like, you need to, like, start losing weight now because, like, it's literally, like, it's a little too much. And by that time, um, at going, to, going into freshman year, I got a nutritionist. I started going to the gym. Usually my main workout was cardio. I went on the treadmill a lot. And by that time, I think I lost about 70 pounds. God. So, damn. yeah. And then freshman to sophomore year, I started, again, losing weight but basically maintaining it. 
And throughout now, now I usually eat healthy, but yeah, pretty much. But I also wrote, um, as Joey knows, we wrote an essay called I Believe. And this was also my I Believe essay for um, in Roslyn. That basically there's one moment in your life that impacts you, who are you are now. And that really impacted me because, well, I'm much, I, I'm skinny now. So pretty much. Some fairy from rags to riches. Okay. <laughs> little tech that's, a, that's an awesome story, though. Um, and there's very few people that I know who have had the determination, even at a young age, let alone like when they're older and actually want to prevent being pre-diabetic and, and really like just grinding it out. You told me a lot of the way that you fixed it was through what you ate. What were you eating that led you up to this moment? And what were you eating afterwards? So in eighth grade, I mean, going to freshman year, I started having, for example, in the morning, I had water with lemon. Then for breakfast, I usually had um, a type of, I don't know, a bar. I forgot what it was called, but it had a lot of protein in it. And then I had that bar with two uh, scr- uh, unscrambled white eggs with no yolk. And then with whole wheat bread toasted. That was usually my breakfast sometimes. For lunch, usually grilled chicken with avocado, beans, and a little bit amounts of rice. And then for dinner... Um, it was pretty much the same thing with that grilled chicken. And I threw like the most thing I recommend is avocado because I think avocado is the best thing to have when you're trying to lose weight because it makes you go to the bathroom a lot. So like <laughs> it, it has a lot of fiber. Right, so okay, okay. It, it does. So like I, I highly, <laughs> I highly recommend avocado, but throughout that, I usually had basically that. And since I'm Persian, so I used to have like on Friday nights for Shabbat or Saturday, like I had very little amounts of rice and like grilled chicken, kebab, etc. pretty much. That was pretty much like the diet meal. But mm. you, but I usually had eggs a lot and eggs was like usually my favorite meal to have, but always, always do white eggs. Cause the yolk is obviously like, it's good, but it's the worst part of the egg. Like it's the most fattening pretty much. Mm-hmm. So what would you say your main incentive was for losing the weight. I know that you pinpointed a particular instance when you were in class. Was there any other thing which kind of directed you towards this weight loss scenario? Well, I love playing basketball and it was just hard just running and just doing everything that I can. Like I, I, I wanted to be athletic. I wanted to do sports and like just being fat was just being in the way of it. So like it, it was a wake up call for me to do that because like Honestly, living your life being overweight is so hard because you lose your breath so easily, you sweat so much, and like it's honestly the worst thing. And I just want to also highlight this point that bullying is very, very bad, and you don't know what you say to other people that can actually hurt you hmm. because like bullying is such a like tough subject because if you're the bully, you don't know what's happening to the other person. You don't know what he's feeling. You just know that you made yourself feel better by bullying the other person. And for me, no one knew what I was doing. Maybe I could have done something bad, but like hopefully nothing really happened. But you don't know what you can do to other people because these days, like people, when they get bullied, they can just do horrible things to the uh, to themselves and you don't know what's going to happen. So honestly, like also being a bystander, if you're just watching being someone bullied, it's probably like the worst thing a human being can do. Hmm. Just watching someone being bullied is like, honestly, like it's such a like bad move because you're just watching someone being like emotionally disturbed. And like, it's so bad. Like if you don't like help someone, then what are you doing? There's no point of watching. I at least get help mm-hmm. pretty much for real. So I think one of the most <clears throat> difficult parts about bullying is 
there's not really a bright line as to what bullying is and what bullying isn't. So how do we identify when someone is being bullied? And how can we accurately and effectively prevent that from happening in the future in your eyes? So what what is bullying? So if you see, for example, a person going up to someone and clearly making fun of him, and then people surrounding them are he's being he's making he's basically being making fun of, then that is bullying. But what is not bullying? If someone just like trash talking or like for example, just like like talking shit, for example, that's not bullying. But if if you see someone being hurt and you know that's being hurt, that's bullying, and you should obviously get help. Mm. But if like and what to do for the future? Honestly, like if if you if you're a bully, then you literally have no life. You have nothing in your life that's doing good for you. Like to stop, you can't really stop bullying. Like there's there's online bullying. There's you can do anything with bullying, and you can't really stop it. So I don't know what to say about the future, but the best thing to do is right now just to be a good person. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. So so how do you avoid being a bully as a person who's in the past it, yeah. experienced some sort of bullying? How do you effectively? Um, not be that bully and how do you avoid um, encountering situations where you're in a situation with a bully well I'm not I'm not a mean person but I try to be nice as okay. as I, I try to be nice like pretty much but um, if I'm be, I'm I don't think I've ever been encountered a, a bully since um, the person but honestly if a bully came up to me I'll probably just laugh in his face because I did everything that I can to not be bullied and then if a bully comes up to me I'll just literally laugh because there's nothing there's nothing for him to say to me if he doesn't know me mm. or if he does know me then if you have something to say to me then okay that's your opinion on me there's so many other opinions about me and I don't care about anyone's opinion except myself because that's that's how you have a good self-image of yourself yeah being the best person as you can that's sure. solid so how do you like, how is this whole experience in terms of weight loss and bullying in your earlier childhood? How has that impacted your own self-image? Well, I was very insecure about myself in um, in eighth grade. Now, honestly, like I can speak anytime I want. Like I'm 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 a clown pretty much. Like I like <laughs> I, I I like to be funny. So like I was so I was so like isolated from everyone else that now I just speak freely like of anything that I want. So like. Uh, it impacted me in a good way and a bad way. In a bad way because I was very emotionally disturbed. It, it was not tra- it was not traumatizing, but it really affected me because I cried every single day, and no one knew that. Because again, I was I had barely had friends. I didn't really play sports because I was overweight, and pretty much like. But in a good way. I mean, now it really affected me because it made me more confident about myself. It made me feel motivated to do other things, and it made me feel that I can do anything that I can. Because with being being bullied and then being over 200 pounds and then losing that weight, I feel like nothing is impossible. That's awesome. I mean, it's a big feat. It's huge. Yeah. It's in, And super props to you for doing Thank that. You. And your story is one that I think more people should hear about, which is why I'm glad that you came on today. I'm, I'm glad that you recommended this to us because yeah. we had no idea what you wanted to talk yeah, to us about before. Initially, you're like, uh, I'm like, yo, Suf, tell, tell us what you're interested in. He's like, oh... Uh, doorknobs. Um, oh, no, don't don't violate. Don't violate. Don't violate. He was saying some funny stuff. I, I was like, dripping. You <laughs> 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 he was saying some funny stuff. I was like, okay, this kid is a clown. But then two months later, he's like, yeah, like I could talk about this, and I'm like, why didn't you just say that initially? Like, what? Well, do you- <laughs> because when I asked you about the interview, um, you said, what do you have to talk about? But then during that time, a month later or like two weeks later, we started writing the I Believe essay, and nice. I really was on your mind. And I really started to think, okay, what really impacted me? And then that just came up to my mind. All right, word. What do you think? You said bullying can't be stopped. 
what well, role do you think we can take in like let's say a repercussion for bullying like there are repercussions in schools well yeah but that that's just like honestly like schools every year have this bullying like assembly but like if that really worked then we wouldn't have it mm. so what is the point of having those assemblies if it's if it what's the point of having the assemblies if it's going to work for example like in eighth grade every single year we had a bullying they use the same videos they use the same instructions but it didn't work because we always see stories about um committing uh this is going too far but like committing suicide or like other things like that and if if honestly the best repercussion about bullying is that don't overthink about what the person's thinking because if you overthink what the person's thinking then the thoughts of what he said is getting trapped into your mind mm. then you're going to overthink then you're going to go into like very like extremes of what he was saying so honestly the best thing to do is just be yourself there's no one knows who you are except you so you really can't be affected by anyone else except you if you think there's something wrong with you then you fix it if someone else points it out then that person clearly doesn't know who who he is as a human being mm. I'm just curious how you're maintaining a little bit switch back to the initial subject, yeah. how you're maintaining your body weight after that massive transformation, because I know that people oftentimes when they lose weight, they end up yo-yoing like on that uh, My Biggest Loser show, every single person who dropped weight bounced back and then went down and bounced back. Mm. And so how do you avoid that from happening? Well, first, I'm more into sports now. I like to go outside and play basketball for fun. When I was then, I just knew that I was going to sweat so much. I'm going to lose my breath, so there's no point of going outside. Mm -hmm. Well, now I play more sports. And honestly, I don't think – I think it's not. I think it's impossible for me to go back to that because I ate so much. And now I watch what I eat. Like, I for this past whole summer, I didn't have any soda. I'm stopped having for soda. But I'm saying throughout freshman to well, now junior year, um, I didn't have – Again, all these fats. I didn't have chips a lot. These all these carbs or um, pizza every single day. Because I remembered, I used to have bagel, with egg and cheese every single day for breakfast right before I go to school. I remember I used to have it every single day. Now probably just grab a bar. I sometimes I don't even eat breakfast. I don't have enough time. But when I have lunch, probably like a, a banana, fruits, and like for example, I don't know, like a, a sesame bagel with cream cheese, for example. Like I'm not gonna have all these fats every single day because. Remember, you have to remember that if you went through that state and you remember being that overweight, I'm pretty sure like it's pretty hard to go back to that mm -hmm. because honestly, eating a, when I if I eat so much, I'm just gonna feel so uncomfortable because I know I can't handle because my metabolism's like sort of like shaky now because if when once you lose weight, your metabolism becomes like on and off. So like if I eat food, like if I eat a sandwich, for example, I'm gonna become so full for no reason. But then sometimes when I have one sandwich, I feel like I'm hungry again. Or like that I remember if I eat a lot of food, then I feel like I'm gonna be overweight. Like I, mentally that mm. I just know mentally if I eat a lot of food, I'm gonna like look in the mirror and be like, okay, fine. Am I like, am I gaining weight? Cause like mentally I'm just still, like, I'm not disturbed, but like I just s still mm -hmm. have self-conscious about myself about like, should I eat more food? Should I eat less food? Mm -hmm. so that's so, that's how I maintain it. How do you, I know that you said that you ate a lot when you were younger. A and lot. it I remember you saying earlier on that it was kind of like an addiction for you. Now, I know that we talk about addiction a lot, whether it be social media addiction, um, like drug addictions, or for this, in this particular matter, food addictions. How do you overcome that addiction? Like, I think the mental barrier is one of the most difficult parts mm. of weight loss. And once 100%. you pass it, it is. like it, it's so much easier. I just want to hear your take on that. 
Well, mentally, oh uh, wait, what's your question again? How like, like how did you overcome that addiction? That that addiction to food? Um, well, honestly, the gym. That year, I think the gym overcame my addiction because I because when I worked out so much, I didn't need to have food because I because all the everything just went out of my system because I didn't need to have anything. All I needed was motivation. I did not need because basically the main way how I overcame this addiction was that honestly to eat less. Like I really don't know how. It just I was just motivated to to eat less. I think the best way to stop an addiction or any addiction is just. To find something new in life, find find a new hobby, because you can't really overcome an addiction. Because food's food, like food's so food's so good, like <laughs> it's so good, like everyone needs I, to have it. It's like, not like it's not like you could just drop it as if it's like a yeah, like, like a cigarette or something. Like sometimes, yeah, you can eat. Like I still this day, I have unhealthy choices. I'm just have pizza. Like I really, I really don't care because I know I'm not gonna go back to that. But the best way to overcome this addiction is to find a new hobby. That's honestly basketball, the gym really overcame my addiction. Mm. It's almost, it's, it's kind of interesting. Cause I've, I've noticed in addictive behavior, it's very easy to transfer your addiction. So from going from being overweight and consuming a lot of food more so than you probably should to then I've seen people who can convert that into working out a ton, but it doesn't mean you're changing your neural pathways to prevent against another future. It's just transitioning no. your, yeah. your neural connections to some other activity. You yeah. know what I mean? I do think that's a good recommendation, though, because it gets sure. you out of your head of previous bad habits, which is important. 100%. I was not addicted to the gym. Okay. All I needed, I was motivated to go to the gym and then lose my weight. Got it. And... Uh, here's a funny thing. When I came into freshman year, yo, that was crazy. I and saw- no one knew who I was. I saw. I walked <laughs> into class. Everyone thought I was a new student. <laughs> I, 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 I was like him. I looked at him. I was like, yo, who are? Where the rest of Souf go? What is this, bro? Like he literally pulled up. I was like, there's no way this kid dropped that much. Weight. Like, like that is crazy. For, for mostly that summer freshman year, um, everyone was away, so no one really knew I was at the gym at, at all. When I walked into freshman year, um, what I had first period, I had bio. And I, I don't think anyone knew who was in my class. Oh, well, I was a freshman. There was mostly sophomores. Mm. But there was like four freshmen in my class. I don't think any of them knew who I was. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm Aaron Suferi. I was so confused. And then, again, freshman to sophomore year, I did lose more weight just to maintain to become more healthy, to become more fit. But I really was a new person. Like, physically, mentally, and like, I was just a whole new person in general. Mm. Like, changed who I was. Not gonna lie, because no one knew who I was. That's why I changed. It was the change, man. He he yeah. hit that summer. So it was basically that summer to that like you concentrated to like fresh f- yeah eighth grade summer to like about sophomore year. Okay, okay. But mostly I thought you were saying like you did the full transformation. Nah, in like he two did. Months. He did like no, a good seventy percent wow, of it. Like wow. he looked. He looks like, so different between the mo the most I would change was. Honestly, eighth grade to freshman year. That was the one I looked like, okay, I lost so much weight. But then freshman to sophomore year, that's when I started becoming more fit. And then mm. not taller and then become more skinnier. So, like, pretty much. I just want to say that I'm not going to give any of this person attention. It's just that um, if you go through a traumatizing event, you should never go back to it. So, like, for now, I, I barely talk to this kid. But every time I see him, I just ignore him because, like, why would I go back to my past? And I just want to say that you should never, I mean, you should never go back to your old ways if you're bad, like if you're being bullied or anything like that. Just don't remember your past. Just look at the future, pretty much. Don't, okay. Don't I remember like the past. Soup. Look at the future. One, one last thing before we wrap. 
what's one thing that you would recommend to other people who might ha- be in a similar position to you? Like Boeing previous- or being overweight? Uh, either I think one. both. Pre- yeah, yeah. yeah, combine them if you want to. Um, well, Boeing and being overweight. Well, obviously, if you're being bullied, it's because you're being over. It's because you're overweight. Honestly, like if you know you want to lose weight, then go to the gym, ignore the bullies, and let the bullies be the motivation mm-hmm. for you to have the best future as possible. So I looked at that kid as being motivated to prove not. I wasn't trying to prove him wrong. I was obviously doing it for myself, but I wanted to show in his face, be like, "Yo, like, this is me. Like, I literally like proved who who I am to you, and I'm better than you. Not better, but like, I'm much better than you. Because if I if you bullied me throughout the whole entire middle school, and I came into like, and then I came into high school, like as a new person, like you got shit on, yeah. basically. Like, if you're being bullied and overweight, honestly, like if if you don't want to change yourself, at least eat better. But if you know that you're being bullied because you're overweight, then go to the gym. I think that's the best thing to do. Because going to the gym, honestly, if you do like, for example, Joey is helping me a little bit, like not freshman year, but like sort of sophomore year, like do like five pushups in your room, like, and then consistently do it over the past. And you see improvement, much improvement. Yeah. And you don't even really have to go to the gym, to the gym. Not really. Just, it's like metaphorical. Go to the gym. Well, you know? just I do went some to, sort of exercise. Well, yeah. I went to the, I, again, I don't know if I mentioned this, but I went to a nutritionist for yeah. like a week and a half to, just to get the plan of what do I, of what I have to do. Yeah. And that pretty much also, again, pushing over the edge to do more mm. because it's that base yeah, yeah i got you i got you nice stuff yeah. Suf, would you like to plug any of your socials where can the people find you if they want to see this journey uh follow me on instagram aaron suferi a-a-r-o-n s-o-u-f-e-r-i and then my snaps the same thing if you want to hit me up oh hit him in the dms yeah hit him up new and improved also, uh, shout out Lil Tecca. Just want to know. Shout out Lil Tecca, Rolling Loud. We'll, see, right. we'll see you on Sunday. Exactly. Bow, hello. <laughs> All right. Episode 21. Episode 21 to a completion. Aaron Suferi, thank you so much, no so much for hopping on this episode. It was a great conversation. Mm-hmm. And thank you for opening up to us and opening up to our audience. Um, no problem. No problem. No problem. Because no. I, already, I already opened up in um this year so i might as well just tell to your whole entire show so word all right thank you anyways thank you thank you again for hopping on as always this is the dwd podcast keep on growing we out peace giving us a handshake (laughs) deuces he's gone he's straight up gone